Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. On this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Mary Gooden, who is the CEO and founder of Divine Destiny Publishing and Soul Mastery Coaching. She believes that abundance thrives in your ability to remain aligned and authentic which is a daily practice. Mary has studied the practice of yoga, meditation, Reiki energy harmonizing for almost 20 years by taking an intuitive approach. She focuses on creating a space for clients to embody soul mastery, a mentorship program that awakens you to your wholehearted mission. Mary supports conscious visionaries, leaders, coaches, and entrepreneurs in becoming published authors by sharing their powerful message, story, and mission on a global platform. She has contributed to seven number one best-selling titles and is currently working on her contribution to USA Today best-selling series titled The Younger Self Letters. Divine Destiny Publishing has created three number one international best-selling books. Welcome, Mary. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Ronnie. And I'm so glad to be here. And wow, that was a lot. It's always so fun as a podcast host myself to like to listen to who, who you are, somebody else talk about you and read your bio. It's so fun, but I'm happy to be here in this time and space with you. So thanks for having me. Glad you're here. All right. So the first thing I really want to talk about is this idea of soul mastery. I love this headline. Are you ready to align with the magic and awaken to the voice of your soul? Now, that is exactly what I love to talk about on Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. Connect with the magic that is all around us. So tell me a little bit about what that means to you. What that has meant to me, uh, Ronnie Ann, for probably the last 15 years is connecting with myself daily. I know that this is from the time that I was breathing and moving at the very first moment of life. I know that there was a lot of things that were assigned and defined to us. And, and they, there were these pieces that said, this is how you live. But I have never felt so comfortable in my own skin as to finally saying, I'd really like to know how I live, not how they told me to live or how they made me believe that I should live, but to go into the deepest part of who I am and ask these questions for myself and look for these answers in myself which again, I, I think is a daily practice. This is the magic of being able to choose every single day what you're going to anchor into. 
how you're going to show up and who are you going to share it with? So tell me more, like get into some details about what does that really look like and how do you do that? And so I have a prayer closet, meditation closet, whatever you like to call it. In that place, I am surrounded by my favorite crystals, mantras, affirmations, what I like to call the medicine of the soul. On my bathroom mirror, especially uh, whatever mantra I'm working with is right there. It's the first thing that I see in the morning. Uh, Because let's face it, we, we have a choice when we wake up to either choose joy peace and freedom or the latter, right? We just have a choice. And so in order to help me and support me, I put these ideas right in front of my face. Who am I? This is who I am. I am a fountain of joy and prosperity. I create abundant opportunities for others. So every morning I remember who I am because that's how we were taught, right? We were taught to continuously look at, read this and study this and remember this. So then I, I migrate into my little prayer closet where all the crystals and the angels and the tarot cards and the, you know, the oracle is in there. And for me, it takes me about seven minutes. And the reason why I've timed this is because the first thing that my clients like to say when I lead them in this direction is who has time to add something? I don't want to wake up a half an hour earlier, right? That's the first excuse. Yeah. Who yeah. has time to figure out who I am? Yeah. I love that question. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's a fair question. (laughs) Seven minutes, the universal symbol of jackpot, right? So I do, I get on my knees and um, I've been practicing. I've been studying. I'm a Reiki master for over the last 15 years. I attune others to Reiki. And so I start with that. I start with the very seven chakras. I start with looking at my going inside and observing myself as a, as a witness. And I start, I ask for the diamond white healing light to enter of Christ consciousness. And I watch the diamond white light flow through my crown and down, down my shishumna, down the length of my spine. And then at the end, right, it continues and it taps into and anchors into mother Gaia. So connected above and below, I am connected to my, my divine masculine, my divine feminine, my divine Christ. And I'm connected to my higher self. And that is the first point of entry. From there, I flow the light back up. You know, if you work with chakra energy, Reiki aligned energy, it's the color of the rainbow. You know, I don't know. We might be just on listening, but so then I bring the red up and I use a mantra. I am fully supported. I bring the orange up. I am passion. I bring the yellow up. I am the will, you know, I am love. I am courageous. I am wise and I am connected. And then I I extend my gratitude to my Christ consciousness, my God source divine. Thank you for connecting me to my wisdom, my truth, my love, my will, my passion, and my prosperity. And so then there's this magical diamond white light surrounds me, my auric field. I do this every single morning. That's awesome. I mean, and it, you know, so the first thing I do when I'm awakening is I connect There is magic in this lifetime. And I don't care how many teachers along the program told you to get out of the magic and step into reality. The reality is the magic. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm in heaven now. (laughs) The reality is the magic. Yesterday I was talking to somebody and they're like, well, I don't want to talk about the magic because there's really science behind it. I'm like... The, you know, science is magic, is science. It's like, and that's one of the things that's most amazing about being alive at this time is that they're proving that magic is real. 
And, and I don't mean like, you know, get out a candle and do whatever that kind of magic, although that kind of magic is also real, you know, just the magic of synchronicity and things coming together and having your dreams fulfilled and all of those kind of things. So I just love that that is how you start your day. That is very inspiring. I have to tell you, but I will tell you this. You said you had a prayer closet and all I could think of was you had like all these little prayers hanging up and like you were going to pick a prayer closet. Like I thought you were talking about a, like that's just where my brain went to like some kind of depository of a whole bunch of prayers all lined up that you could pick. Like you would pick a new blouse or whatever. I was cracking up when you're like, oh no, that's the space you enter that you make sacred that you do your work in. But I'm such a goofball. But I love that too. Perhaps you were seeing my sticky notes of affirmations that are all over the wall. Like, which one do I need to, which one do I need to remember today? Yeah. Now, let me ask you, which chakra was the one about courage? Because you mentioned courage and you went fast. Your throat? Courage, bravery, and authenticity. Courage, bravery, and authenticity. Huh? Because I knew it was about giving voice to things, obviously, since the the throat, the vocal cords and everything. But I didn't know that that was for courage. So that's really interesting. And I love everything that you said about how you go up and down and blah, blah, blah. You know, when I learned Reiki, I saw a golden light. They've changed Reiki over the years. I learned it back in 1990. And I did become a Reiki master. I'm not sure what year, 93, 94 or whatever. I don't teach. I have taught a few people. I've done some initiations, but not that many. I really use it for myself. And I I do use it on some clients, but I've never, I never got into the whole training thing. When I did it, it was golden light. And I remember when I got my initiation, that very first one, your eyes are closed, you're sitting there and this ball of golden light as the Reiki master came by, my eyes are closed and I'm seeing um, this massive ball of golden light. And that's through my closed eyes, what her energy looked like to me. It was amazing. So I haven't heard of the white diamond, but that also sounds really intriguing. Yeah. I love the diamond white light of Christ consciousness. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So um, now also I'm curious, you go, you bring from the heaven first and then you go down to the earth. So Mm -hmm. is there a philosophy behind why you do that versus starting with the earth and going up? So what's your thinking on that? How does that work? I start by opening the crown because if I, I, I would rather do this in a safe place and get connected above anything else. And so my connection is in through the crown. So I bring the connection down and then I bring the energy and support of the earth back up once I'm connected. There, yeah, there's very different philosophies because some people think, oh, you should be grounded before you do anything. Mm-hmm. So that's a different angle on things than what you have, which I'm, I'm okay with any angle. I just like to learn. So I was curious, like, oh, what, you know, what's going on for you that you start? So that makes sense. You want to have your primary concern is your connection to spirit. Yeah, that's my lifeline. That is my lifeline is my connection to, to spirit. Uh, and the same when I deliver Reiki, I, st- I generally start by opening the crown and I do the head massage because I do hands-on Reiki. And then I go and then I start working the chakras from the base up. But for, for whatever reason in, in this beautiful vessel that I've been gifted to deliver the essence of, uh, it is all about getting connected and allowing, being open, and then going to the base and, and working with the very support of that Mother Earth energy, mm. the goddess herself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, this is something that just came into my head. You're in Sedona, right? 
Yeah. Oh my God. I visited Sedona in the late eighties and maybe the early nineties. And Mm -hmm. oh, I just, I loved it. Loved it. And you're going to laugh at me, but I love the airport vortex. Oh, I live right there. Literally. I walk that every day, three minutes. Oh my gosh. So I've climbed up that thing several times. I know. And with that fabulous 360 degree view, and I actually did a Reiki attunement for a friend of mine up on, I know, can you believe that? I just remembered that as we're talking. So you're, you're bringing that out in my memories. Thank you. So have you always been there or where are you from? Oh, I'd love to send you on the journey of my life in the, the fastest way possible. So let's all get on the magic, let's get on the magic carpet ride. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, just outside of the city. A lot of these stories are in the books that I have shared in, but I hit the ground running at 17. Literally. I love my parents. It had nothing to do with them. Uh, I married at 17 to my, my first husband, my husband, we'll call him of 22 <laughs> years. Uh, he was in the Navy. We, we hit Virginia beach. Uh, I lived in Virginia beach, Virginia for 22 years. Oh, that's an amazing place too. Mm-hmm. And then my heart, my gods, my guides were like, stop giving all of you to corporate and let's do something that you love. So uh, in the last two years of his military career, uh, there was a shift of gears. He took, he was in Japan for for his last two-year billet, I got really connected and really vulnerable. And the guide said, sell this stuff. My sister and I shared in buying a small fitness club just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana, which we wanted to turn into a mind-body studio. Longest story short, it was a cute little fitness club. And then I opened a yoga studio across the street. So my dream of that came into fruition because I shape-shifted I wanted to do that in Virginia Beach, but it, the timing was never. Well, it I, helped to have your sister too. I'm sure that made a difference yeah. to have a partner yeah. like that. Yeah. Felt so good. She's a Pilates master and ah, I wow. the yoga, you know, scene. So we had that diversity. And then as, as things kept sailing and I, I remember one time in New Orleans, I Googled, what is my purpose? And the book, Rick Warren's book. Uh, purpose-driven life came up. If anybody's ever heard of that, it was a 42 day daily experience of connecting, connecting to Christ, connecting to Christ consciousness. I don't truly follow the rules of religion. I follow the light of love. You know, that is who I am. And so it just started. My heart just started cracking open. I ended up divorced, custody battles, so much BS that for, for my life, I never saw coming things I never read about divorce and cesarean section. I ended up with both of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know I have two little daughters of light that are really the, the generation also is the heart of humanity. They're 19 and 16, but I still have a place in New Orleans. Fun story. I did get remarried. I have met the match of my vibrational soul's mission. He supports everything that I do in that in the way of, I live in Sedona. He lives in New Orleans still. We visit often, once a month we see each other, but we're honoring each other's soul contracts. And so mm. it's, hey, it's been- That's a way to keep things exciting. <laughs> you know, the only thing that tells us that there's something wrong with that is the program. And I don't oh, follow the, the program anymore. <laughs> the program that says you need to live together and da, da, da. Hey, I, listen, I've been a love and dating coach for 20 years and I've seen everything. That's why I tell people you can find what you want. You know, so some people will say, well, I really just want a boyfriend for the weekends. I'm like, I I bet you can find that. 
I have a client who wrote to me after three years of working with me. I never heard what happened to her, which is what usually happens. I don't get to know. But she writes to me in the middle of the pandemic and goes, oh, by the way, as if we've been just chatting 15 minutes ago. Oh, by the way, I did get married. I met a man in Australia and he lives there and I live here. And I'm like, and she's <laughs> thrilled with that. And she goes visit him whenever she can. And he comes here sometimes. I can tell you that wouldn't work for me, but it's not for me. It's for her and it's perfect for her. So that's why I love your example. It's working for you too. You're enjoying it. You get to support each other. You get to do your own thing. And that's why I say you can have what you want. Never before in history have there been so many options. So I always feel bad when women shut down on love because they're like, well, I don't want anyone telling me what to do. I don't want, you know, to be controlled. I don't want to limit myself. I'm like, you don't have to. <laughs> And you're a perfect example, living and breathing that experience. So good for you. All right. So how did you end up in Sedona? And so Sedona called, man, she dialed my number. I came out of nowhere one day. I looked at my, my husband, Richard, and I said, you want to go do a weekend in Sedona? Never, heard, never thought of it. Uh, and, and I said, let's go do this town meditation back in the back, Sedona, Mago. It's my homeland. It called me. And we went and two days the second night we got back home to New Orleans, I was sobbing. I mean, Ronnie Ann, I was a mess, like a child. And all I could hear moving through me, I want to go home. I want to go home. So I retreated to my prayer closet, like, what the hell is this? And it, it instantly I come out like, I need to book, a, I need to go back. I need to do a training there. I need to learn something. The land was like, please. I didn't come back and do a training. In fact, what I did do, I had a yoga studio then. I set up and I prepared and booked my first retreat within three months. I booked it. I, I came back in the end of February. I booked the retreat and we had it in September. I booked out 10 women in, in less than two months and I was retreating people here. And I was right. like, holy right. crap. <laughs> I felt chosen. I mean, if you know Sedona, come see me again. Cause yeah. I do retreats here. Wow. I felt chosen. Yeah. And I came back six times in a year. Wow. That's a lot. After retreat, I brought my kids here. They hated it. You know why? There's no shopping mall. You know, these are teenage girls came back. There's a lot of shopping. They just, they're shopping mall kids. You know, oh, when you work, live in suburbs, right? You yeah. where's the mall. I want to go to Lakeside. I want to go to Lynn Haven. I want to go to the mall. So when I came back after the first retreat, I'll try to shorten it. But when we were flying out the first time in February, I had just, I have a yoga studio and we're flying, going to the airport, we're driving. And I get this message, this download. I want you to buy a place. So I told Richard, I'm like, as soon as we get back to New Orleans, I need to look for a place for the yoga studio. Cause I heard it. I want you to buy a place. I thought it was yoga. So I, when we got back, I started looking at all these buildings and the one that I wanted, they were going to tear down. And I'm like, what is this? But Sedona kept calling after that first retreat in September. So we're six months later, I get back and I'm hearing it. I want you to look at places in Sedona. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I don't want this responsibility. Are you kidding me? I have a studio. I have a home. I have kids. And I kept saying no. And so then the, it kept coming. So I looked up at the universe and I said, okay, I'll play. I'll buy a place in Sedona if it costs this much ridiculously low amount of money. <laughs> I was playing. I was playing to get ridiculously low. Let me just tell you that the condo that I have is almost tripled in price on, on this day. The one next door to me is selling and I'm like, 
I don't, it doesn't make any difference to me because I'm not leaving. Yes. In March, when COVID came spanking in, right? Like evolution was on, knocking yeah. on everybody's door. Yeah. The week I had to close my studio. All right. And so I couldn't, I knew that I couldn't keep it open for months on end without income and, and I wasn't going to charge people. So I was writing a letter to my clients that we'd be closing the studio indefinitely or permanently. The next day, agent, they accepted your offer. I was like, what? When one door closes, yeah. be willing to let go of your will and align to thy will. Because that's where the magic, the unseen, unknown, uncertain, truly the definition of reality, present moment, that's where it lives. Yeah. And yeah. so I ended up and uh, I host retreats here. I have other accommodations. Uh, I feel like Sedona has been asking me to call in a house. You, in, you mentioned Airport Mesa. So I walk that loop and every time I get up on this side, pick Mary, it, I, I hear it. Why don't you just show us exactly where you want to be? What, where do you want to live? What do you want it to look like? So I play, I play the game. It's fun. That's, that's good. Yeah, that is fun. Dream a little dream for me too while you're at it. So <laughs> now, now I've walked a couple of trails and when I was over, I visit the chapel of the Holy Cross. I don't know if you visited there when you were here. Yeah. I, did. I go twice a week and I sit on stage with mother Mary and, and Christ and Jesus. And um, I was walking the trail there a couple months ago and, you know, in my clarity. And I heard, I want you to keep asking people when you connect with people for, for coffee chats, I want you to make sure that they always tell you what they're dreaming, because I want you to be a vessel that actualizes other people's dreams. And I said, okay, what are you dreaming, Ronnie Ann? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's quite an invitation. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I have been thinking about this, but I haven't been dreaming. I, I'm not sure. I'm at a place in my life where I'm not sure what I want next. I didn't have long-term plans for at this point in my life. So I'm really kind of up in the air and I'm not certain yet, but thank you for asking. I am I'm sure it'll come. So I just have to think about what's possible, what would be fun, that kind of thing. I'm at this point, I'm all about the fun. Yeah, you should be. That's the feminine, <laughs> that's the, that's the feminine Christ consciousness all over the place. Have fun and allow life to happen for you. Right, right. Thank you. Yes, beautiful. What would you want to tell the listeners? Like you, you've given us so much insight into how you live and everything. When you work with clients or whatever, what's the first thing you talk to them about? I talk to them about the daily ritual. I talk daily to practice. them about the daily connection. For me, and the, and the way that I lead and the way that I serve and the way that I honor, it starts first with me giving me the time of day. Yeah. Me connecting to me. And what I, what I hear often and what I heard again the other way, uh, the other day, just so powerfully, what if your biggest mission is your biggest dream? Say it again. What if your dream is your biggest mission? What if the two things are not separate? And in fact, the thoughts and the inspirations and the ideas and the visions that come to you that light your heart on fire that you would call your dreams. What if that is the mission? It yeah. is the mission. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because you've been dreaming about it. It's something you want to do and you can give life to it daily connection, remind yourself, commit to yourself. There is a, there's a list of things and I'll share it with you. I am committed to coming home to myself every day. I love and accept myself. 
I forgive myself and others completely. I love the journey. I anchor into who I am. I choose my mission and purpose. Mm -hmm. Nice. That really covers all the bases. Yeah. There's nothing like that empowering thought of I choose because a lot of times we just let life happen to us. And so that's another thought that occurred to me recently. If you don't choose, you're just going to be letting life happen to you. So that's what brought the awareness of going. Now you're going to have to really think about, well, what do you want right now? I don't know. So I'm just being transparent because I'm in, you know, I can't tell you that I've been in this place before because I always knew what I wanted. Mm. But now I don't know. So I have to figure it out. But I love that idea. It makes so much sense. You have to choose. And so you want to be discerning, but you also want to be open to the possibilities, which I think is what you're really talking about. Some people know exactly what they want at every moment. Other people still feel like I can't find my purpose and whatever. My heart always goes out to them because I know so many people who have been through so much suffering over that. And I think sometimes your purpose might be that you like to work in the garden that maybe you help some other people with their gardens, but it doesn't have to be a business. Sometimes your purpose is that you are really good at keeping in touch with all your friends. You are a connector. Everybody's purpose is not necessarily something momentous, according to other people, but it could be momentous to you because that's why you came here. I always feel like try not to sweat. If you don't know what your purpose is, it's, you're probably already doing it. That's what I feel. I don't know if you've encountered that. I have encountered a place like about six months ago, which then I opened up Akashic Wisdom with a dear friend of mine and she helped me. But when I was getting into those places, like, I don't know, I don't know what's next. When I would hear myself say, I don't know, I, I quickly rewrote that. And instead I say, I surrender. I let in. Because oh, what a energy- beautiful switch. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that just makes it so easy, right? I just, I let in, I let in what wants to be shared with me. Uh, One thing I do say to myself in in morning meditation is show me the way today. What is mine to share? I don't have to know the, the, I don't know. And the need for us to know is another one of the elusive beliefs that said, you have to know what you're going to do when you get out of high school. Right. Right. (laughs) Or college. Yeah. I I love that because if you just take responsibility for opening and surrendering, that's enough responsibility. You don't have to know in every step. You don't have to figure anything out. You don't have to know ahead of time. If you're open to whatever it is and you surrender to that. Oh, I love that. And here's the how to, how do I do that? Okay. Well, I'll just say I surrender. What is the action behind that? Seek value in everything you see. No matter what steps in front of you, it's valuable. Can you just look for the value? Yeah. You don't have to know. You just have to seek the value. What, how is this valuable to me? That is a great twist on what we normally experience and in the perfect alignment with dating coaching, because women tell me all the time, oh my gosh, I I don't want to waste my time with these guys. And I always say. No man is a waste of time because as long as you have your parameters and your boundaries, because if you go and meet somebody for coffee for an hour or 90 minutes and it doesn't work out, you still learn something about yourself, about dating, about men, about opportunities or whatever it is. 
chances are you learn something. I think it's all valuable because I believe the journey of love is one of self-covery. So there you go. That was perfect what you said, because if you see the value in everything, then you're not wasting any time. So true. It's reality. Everything that moves towards us has value, period. It's going to show us. It's, we're going to learn something. It's going to teach us something. We don't have to expect, judge, or criticize what it teaches us. We don't have to do that. We can just take the value of what I learned. Well, I learned that I don't like brown hair. I mean, that's, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We yeah. don't have to say, I learned that and, and, I'm, and judge it. We just, I learned this. And so I'm yeah. going to put it in my toolbox and I'm going right. to move on about my day in the reality of my dreams. That's because that's where yeah. I choose to live. And that's a way to not get hung up in the judgment of every little thing. I'm very capable of that. <laughs> we all are, but it, you know, it, it really is. It's a rewriting. It's a rewiring of ourselves because everything I'm 45 from my birth, you know, everything was kind of put into us. So it's okay that we have to take baby steps to, to move away from judgment and criticism and expectation because it's been so, you know, for me, 38 years of, of playing in that realm of you have to judge it. It's okay for us to tiptoe. So when I get into places where I feel like it's coming on, I go right back to, I surrender. I let in, yeah. I just let it in. It's okay. That's so beautiful. I, I want to thank you for sharing all of your wisdom today. And you really took my thoughts to some new places, which I love that. Very refreshing. I really appreciate that. You probably have something you'd like to share with our listeners. I do. As a gift, I have a link for the Rainbow Energetic Alignment recording. It's a great little meditation, about 20 minutes, that gives you a bird's eye view of how I visualize my morning routine and how I bring the colors in and how I set the stage for my day. Because that's all we have to do. Set the stage for your day to be filled with joy and prosperity. And I guarantee you that all you will see is joy and prosperity. It was such a pleasure, Mary. Oh, and I appreciate you. So thank you so much. That's all for today. Thanks, everyone. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertoolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.